So I'm not really sure how to start this out. I don't have a template. I don't have notes, really, other than a couple things that I wanted to remember to share. So for the most part, we're just going to wing this. My name is Kez, and I identify as transmasculine non-binary. I am six months on low-dose testosterone this week. I wanted to begin this podcast back when I first began my medical transition with low-dose testosterone, but I just didn't have the motivation, and i also not sure if I really had the courage. There are still a lot of people that don't know that I am transitioning, and part of the reason why I didn't tell anybody uh, was not just for fear of acceptance, but for the fact that I didn't want to have to explain myself to people to understand transmasculine non-binary. In some ways, I feel like it would be easier if I was just a trans man and could just tell everybody that. I feel like it would be easier for people to wrap their heads around because of the binary society that we live in. It is very hard to exist in this binary society. So to describe to somebody my gender identity in a way that they would understand it and grasp it was a daunting task for me at the time. So I told my mom and I told some close friends as simultaneously, uh, hey, heads up, you might see some changes soon. I don't want you to freak out. Um, but also, I'm excited. I am excited to be on this journey. I am happy with the choices that I've made. You know, we've had some bumps along the road and I've had some mental blocks or I've had some things where I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, am I, is this really what I'm doing? Am I sure about this? But you know what? Honestly, there hasn't been a day that goes by that I was like, I'm regretting this or I don't want to do this or this isn't right for me. This is 100% right for me. I'm excited. I'm loving all the changes, even the ones that I didn't think I would love, the irreversible stuff that I was a little worried about, how I would feel about that. Um, I'm learning to love it and honestly get excited when I see more of it. The problem with me in this podcast is that I am a bit of a perfectionist. I want everything to be well thought out and planned and perfect and I've always been that way, and it's hard for me to kind of let go and just let it flow out. I mean, here talking right now, I've already edited the podcast. I've already literally stopped my recording and went back and listened to what I've already done and edited it before I've even finished it. And I just need to talk. I just need to get it out and then deal with the editing and stuff later. But that's that's something that's a little difficult for me. Um, there's just so much to talk about. There's so much to unpack. There's so much to describe and explain and I'm excited and it's a little bit intimidating but it needs to be done it needs to be done for me it needs to be done for other trans people out there who might not feel safe or feel heard or validated or seen and I also want to do it for my family and friends especially for the ones that 
don't know that I am medically transitioning and I want them to know. I want them to hear me and see me and validate me and understand my process and what I'm going through. And I want them to be happy for me and excited for me. And I want to answer any questions that they might have. And I want to just be able to be myself and feel like I'm being as authentic as I can be. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm almost 30 years old and I'm still sitting here worried about what other people are going to think about me. I mean, again, easier said than done, right? And this is why I'm doing this. I want to be a voice for those who don't feel like they are safe or ready to come out and talk about who they are and, you know, be accepted for who they are and live their self authentically. And I kind of just want to be, I want to inspire people to be themselves and to have the courage to live their life as authentically as possible, even if other people don't understand or accept it, even if it's going to be tough, because it will be. There's just so much to unpack, and there's so much to talk about, about my gender identity, what transmasculine non-binary means to me, about why I'm not a trans man, um, but unpacking that as well, unpacking the fluidity of gender and the process of transitioning and blooming and coming into your own and what that's been like and how I'm still kind of going through it. There's pronouns to discuss and there's the physical changes to, to talk about, about, you know, what I've been seeing with my body. There's stuff to talk about for why I began medically transitioning and what I'm looking for out of it and where I ideally see myself. And there's just, there's so much, there's so much to unpack. Though my gender identity and my medical transition was not intended to be a secret, it kind of is playing out that way um, because I'm not going around and telling everybody that, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what you can expect. I justified it by saying, well, it's not really a secret. I mean, if somebody asks me, I will tell them. But again, I'm not, I wasn't going out of my way to share my trans joy with people. I figured eventually there would come a time when I would start presenting in a lot more of a masculine way as far as like my voice changes and some facial structure changes and things of that nature that it would prompt people to be like, all right, what's going on with you? And ask me what was up. And I figured at that point was when I would deal with the coming out and the describing things. But I've realized recently that I think I have changed a lot. I think I've changed in many ways to the point where I've got strangers talking to me about it or not just strangers, but maybe people I don't see all too often or I'm not too close to will ask me about it. And I found it interesting, I guess, that my family hasn't really said anything about it. So it's either that they are genuinely completely oblivious or they're just not talking about it. And I guess in a way that's my fault because maybe I haven't given them a safe space to let them know like, hey, you can ask questions. You can talk to me about this if you are noticing things, if you're curious about what's going on with me. 
And I want to give people that opportunity. I want to give my family and others the opportunity to ask me those things and know that I'm okay talking about it and that I'm excited about it. And I'm a little intimidated because I'm still figuring it out myself. What I do know is I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path. This is the right journey for me. And the transition that I've been having so far has just been the most validating, incredible thing that I could have done for myself. I guess I just thought like I needed to prepare more. Like I needed to know exactly where I'm at, exactly what I'm doing, exactly who I am before I could turn around and try to describe that to others because I never wanted to sound uncertain or unconfident or indecisive about what I'm doing because I am confident. I know what I'm doing. I'm excited. This is for me 110%, but it's still just a journey. It's still a process. It's a transition. It's allowing myself to, I'm allowing myself to explore finally who I truly am at my core, something that I have always felt, something that I've always tried to put words to and decide what I needed in order to feel like my whole authentic self. And I'm finally allowing myself to explore that. And that's the most important part. So I might not have all the answers. People might ask me tough questions that I don't necessarily know how to respond to at right away, but I can't be intimidated by that. I can't shut down and not tell my side of the story. I can't I can't allow that possibility to stop me from living my truth. That is the possibility of tough questions or maybe not being accepted. Recently, I read a book by Tobley McSmith. It's called Stay Gold, and it's about a trans man in a high school. It's a young adult fiction. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. And I found it at this cool little library in San Francisco on Castro Street. And forgive me, I can't remember the name right now, but an amazing place. Tons of LGBTQ authors and uh, books that are related to that subject. And it was just like a little wonderland for me. So I pick up this book. And it, I had no real like idea what it was about. I wasn't looking for anything in particular. I guess I was looking for a young adult fiction, but and I wanted it to have LGBTQ characters, but I wasn't looking for anything super specific. I wasn't looking for like a lesbian book or a gay man book or a uh, transgender book. I was just kind of looking around and something popped out at me. It said, stay gold. And it had me thinking about the book, The Outsiders. And I really, really loved that book. And so part of me was like, ooh, I wonder if this is like a parody of that book. How cool would that be? Like a LGBTQ parody of The Outsiders. So I picked up this book and I read about the author and I read that he was a trans man. And then I read about a little bit what the book was going to entail, which was about a trans male p character in high school and kind of their journey. And I was like, all right, I'll give this a try. That sounds like fun. So I bought it and I ended up reading that book before I even left California. And I had like three more days and it was definitely packed full of a lot of things. So for me to sneak in an entire book just means how good it was and how engrossed I was with it. So while reading this book, I learned of a new term called being stealth, which is essentially when a transgender person who is quote unquote passing and able to basically fit into their gender identity and not 
tell anybody that they're trans. So they're essentially living their life authentically, but they're not, I guess, out and open about the fact that they are trans. They're just trying to live under the radar. And I realized I was doing that. I realized I was being stealth. I, again, though certain people saw the transgender side of me and saw and knew that I was transitioning and I was open and honest about it. Again, most people in my life didn't know and most people in my life still don't know until they listen to this podcast, hopefully, and or the rumor mill starts and that's fine. But essentially, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was living stealth and there's nothing wrong with being stealth. I mean, there's sometimes you have to do it. You have to keep yourself safe. This world is horrible and cruel, especially lately with all the anti-trans bills coming out. And not just being presented, but actually getting passed into our legislation. It's absolutely disgusting and oftentimes dangerous. So living in stealth is completely understandable. But without giving away too much of the book for anybody who actually wants to read it, um, essentially he's this trans man is living stealth um, throughout this entire book until the end when he makes a stand and protecting other people. And he comes out and lets everybody know, like, I'm I'm transgender, I'm a trans man. And the idea behind it is, is if you are safe to do so, standing up in your truth and being proud to be transgender and being that voice for people and that visibility for people who might not feel comfortable or feel like they can be themselves authentically is super important. If those of us who are in a position to stand up and speak our truth and be ourselves are not doing so and advocating for transgender rights and things of that nature, we're just going to get erased. And our government and our binary society will continue to pass laws which take away our rights and invalidate who we are as human beings. So maybe needless to say, this book made me cry, and it was very inspirational, and it really got me thinking about the way that I'm being stealth. And though it's kind of unintentional, it in the same way was just me protecting myself and me not wanting to put myself out there and the fear of it. But I've hit the point in my journey where I am ready to stand in my power. I am ready to show everybody the true authentic me. And I am proud to be transmasculine, non-binary. I am proud to be medically transitioning. And I want to educate people on what that means. And I want to allow the door to be open for people to ask me questions if they don't understand. And I want to just be a visibility, a voice for people who, again, don't feel that they are safe to be their authentic selves. Even if my story or my visibility is relatable or helpful to one person out there, it'll be worth it. Shortly after graduating high school, when I no longer gave a rat's ass if people knew I was gay, um, I got a text message from a high school friend. Now, this friend and I were pretty close throughout high school, but we didn't talk much after high school because you know how that goes. Everybody kind of graduates, they go their separate ways. And so about a year or so had gone by since really speaking to this friend, and they sent me this text message that I still have to this day, even though it was almost 10 years ago. And it was them coming out to me about their sexual orientation. And they went on to tell me about how they had been struggling with their sexual orientation and their identity for the past year. 
to the point where they attempted suicide because they would have rather died with that secret than have to live with it. And they went on to say in that text message that me being out and visible for others had shown them that all that really mattered was to be yourself. So my visibility, without even knowing it, just being myself and being proud of who I was as a gay person, helped them in some part to get through one of the toughest part of their life. And so that right there is why I'm doing this. That is why I am no longer going to be stealth or be silent about who I am because I am proud to be transgender. I am excited to explore more about myself and my transition and who I am. I'm excited to share my journey with others. And if there, again, is that small chance that my visibility, my me putting myself out there helps another human being get through what they're going through, then every bit of it is worth it. Good, the bad, the ugly. So I'm excited to do this. I've got so many ideas. I've got so many stories. We're going to go through pronouns and we're going to go through medical transition talk and we're going to go through my gender identity journey and my sexuality journey from the very beginning, from the time I was a child and how I've grown and processed through that and got to where I am today. And I'm so excited to be sharing this with everybody. And I also plan to have hopefully on some friends who are also going through their own gender identity processes and transitions. And I think that this is going to be a really good thing. So I thank you for being here and for listening to this podcast. And if you are going through your own gender identity journey, I hope that you find some connection in what I'm saying. And if you are just here to try to understand what gender identity journey I'm going through or to understand what it means to me to be transgender, transmasculine, non-binary... I thank you for being here with the willingness to learn and to understand, and I'm open for any questions that you might have for me. So until next time, bye!